Hello, hello, hello! Welcome back into Fear the Belly Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Drew Bob. Uh, we got one more division, one more group of divisions. I should say two more divisions left. We have the AFC and MC South. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other stuff to say, but I think we can just jump right back into it. Let's get it. Let's start it off with the reigning Super Bowl champions, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, led by the greatest professional athlete this world has ever seen. Um, this guy, if you're still doubting Tom Brady, I don't even know what else to tell you, but you have problems so much further than than me being able to diagnose it that it's just un, uncategorized. I'm not even going to sit here and pretend that that's even normal to doubt this guy anymore. This dude is more than capable of doing anything that anyone's ever needed. Um, I love that they drafted Kyle Trask, by the way. It makes me happy. He's just a he's a Florida guy. A lot of people root for Kyle Trask. He got no credit for throwing the shit out of the ball down in Florida. And I think it's a good fit, man. He's gonna learn a lot from that guy named Tom Brady, and I think that it's just a it's a good thing. They're gonna mesh, man, and, and he's gotta learn as much as he can. He's gotta be a sponge, man. Be a SpongeBob, buddy. Be a SpongeBob, Kyle Trask, and you'll be alright. Running back wide. Actually, you know what? The entire team basically didn't change other than Kyle Trask and maybe assigning a Gio Bernard who's going to come in for third and long situations as check down running back. Uh, in my personal opinion, that's what's going to happen. But, I mean, they have the same guys. They got playoff Lenny. They got Rojo. Um, they have receiving core-wise. They have Mike Evans, Scotty Miller, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, Scotty Miller, and Tyler Johnson. Probably won't ever play for this team. Well, I mean, they do play on rare situations, but they would be good on other teams, and they're just sitting back winning rings in Tampa. But you know what it is? Another guy I want to talk about, they got three tight ends that would start on a lot of teams in the NFL, man. Tight end position is is wild. I, I bet you outside of the top 10 to 12 tight ends, they have three guys on this roster that would start on the other whatever it is teams, the other 20 teams in the NFL. They got Rob Gronkowski still somehow because Tom Brady's a magician who could have been a stay-at-home dad and his wife is a smoke show worth like $300 million, whatever. All right, enough Tom Brady sucking. I'm sorry. But Rob Gronkowski, stud. O.J. Howard was a beast at Alabama, and this dude is just hes a specimen sitting on the bench. <laughs> he's literally like he doesn't play nearly as much as he should. Cameron Brate has been consistent since he was in the league. He's good. Great blocker. Great blocker. And he'll catch first downs. Thir- on the third down, he'll get a, he'll get to first down marker, stop, and catch the ball. That's what you need from a tight end nowadays, and no one understands that. Uh, their offensive line, Donovan Smith, Ali Marpet, D3 legend. Ryan Jensen looks like a very, like the lady from Brave, just let herself go. Like the redhead girl that shoots the arrows is a badass. Yeah, but Ali, he's a beast, man. Ryan Jensen got the long red hair. You know what I'm talking about. Um, Alex Cop and steal of the draft. I don't know how they let this happen, but Tristan Wirfs, I, you should be a giant. I'm going to say that. And I, all the rest of you giant fans out there trash me. You know, you know, you all know. All right, I'm sorry. Then I'm going to sue Vita Vey on the defensive line. William Golson, JPP. Dude, Devin White and Levante David and Shaquille Barrett. Are you kidding me? They have the exact same team as last year. How are you going to doubt this team? They won the Super Bowl. 
They won a Super Bowl last year. Carlson Davis. Antoine Winfield Jr., man. I wanted you to be a Cowboy so damn bad. So damn bad. Jordan Whitehead. Sean Murphy. Bunting. They have Jameel Dean who gets cooked every, like, three weeks. But he's on a team and he's good. And he does everything he needs. Does everything he needs, man. Joe Tyron's a young guy. He's going to learn from those guys. Good spot. Good landing spot for him. Then I, I think enough, enough's being said, man. This Buccaneer team did not change. They got one year older. The young guys got more experience. They're going to be good. I'm excited for the home or for the home opener, man. The Dallas Cowboys flying down to Tampa. Just please, please cover. They're gonna lose by a field goal. All right, my Cowboys are gonna lose by a field goal, but they will cover. Plus six and a half. You heard it here first. Book it now. That's the Cowboy way, man. They're gonna be just good enough to be exciting, and then they're gonna lose to the Buccaneers. Moving on to my poor brother's team, man. The New Orleans Saints. I'm really, really intrigued to see what happens at the quarterback position here. Personally, I think Jameis Winston takes it. I, I really do. I, and, Jake, you're going to get your wish, man. Jameis is going to be the quarterback. I, I don't think Taysom Hill is anything other than uh, whatever you need at that time. And I'm going to stick to that. But, I mean, you know Sean Payton's got a lot of faith in Taysom Hill. But I don't know why because I think Alvin Kamara is more than capable of doing anything when it comes to running the ball. I mean, read option, Taysom Hill is a great move. But Jameis did that in college. Jameis can do that, and actually he's not throwing the ball, so there's no possibility it goes to the other team unless you fumble. And, you know, you get hit hard sometimes. you got to fumble. But uh, let's get it going. Michael Thomas, man, I, I really wish that you would stay healthy, man. You're another one. You're made of glass, dude. I'll say it. I'll say it right to your face. You can smack it right off me. I don't care. Um, Marquez Callaway is going to be a big one this year, man. I think that he's going to sneak on and be the receiver too. I really do. Traquan Smith. Uh, another guy caught Drew Brees' record-breaking touchdown, and we haven't really heard too much about him. Uh, Deontay Harris, a uh, friend of a guy I went and played college with. Uh, Shout-out to Jaquez for knowing Deontay Harris. Uh, he's going to be a return man. I think he's suspended for a little bit, but when he gets back, he's going to be effective, man. He's, he's one of those dudes that makes a difference on this team. Um, they picked up Ty Montgomery. That's pretty cool. I didn't really even know that one. And Lil Jordan Humphrey. Lil Jordan, that's that's a name and a half. Chris Hogan, I forgot about Chris Hogan. He's a lacrosse guy out of Monmouth, but I think he's a pretty damn good receiver too. I'm curious, man. They got a lot of receivers. I I, I actually know Tommy Lee Lewis too. They got a lot of dudes that kind of blew my mind here. Um, but offensive line wise, they're going to be pretty solid. Jersey guy in the center position with uh, Cesar Ruiz. They have Ryan Ramchek, who is just always an absolute stud. Uh, they have. Pete Andrus, Andrus Pete, Andrus Pete, that's it. Teron Armstead, he's a beast too. And they got a young tight end in Adam Troutman. If you watch his highlight tape, you will not be disappointed. It looks like he's just this seven-foot guy playing against a bunch of really, really small guys, and it's kind of fun. Um, you know, like when you make a guy on Madden and you make him as tall as you can, and it's just amazing like how much bigger he is than everybody else, it looks exactly like that. Definitely check it out. Let me know. DM me all that stuff I did the other day. Uh, Shout-out to... Alvin Kamara for winning me my fantasy league last year. That that five or six touchdown game you had, that that was the wrap, man. You wrapped it up for me. I appreciate you. And Latavius Murray is just a role player right behind him, and I I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, something that didn't change too much besides the secondary is their defense, man. Marcus Williams is back. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins is back. Marshawn Lattimore is back. But you did lose Patrick Robinson, I believe, to free agency, and Von Bell to Cincinnati. Uh, defensive line-wise, it's pretty damn good defensive line. If they were able to keep Trey Hendrickson, I'd be a lot more positive about the other end. But they clearly like Marcus Davenport a lot. Uh, I think he's a UTEP guy. 
And he's somebody, is UTEP or UTSFA? UTSFA maybe? UTSA, UT San Antonio. Yeah, I think that's it, UT San Antonio. Um, but David Onyemata is a beast. This defensive line is pretty damn good. And they have Quan Alexander back, man. That was a huge signing. And Demario Davis, dude, you are as consistent as they come. I can't believe you ever got the boot from the Jets organization or they just didn't pay you enough. I, it's a shame, man, because you, you went down there and you just started shining, dude. You're a beast. Absolute stud. I love it. Pete Werner, he's back up. Brian Poole, uh, Chauncey, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, he's coming back. Dude, they got, they got a lot of people, man, a lot of talent on defense. It's just this entire Saints team is going to fall on the quarterback position and who they play where how it all works out. I'm intrigued. Sean Payton, this is the first time that you really had to make a decision here uh, other than when Drew Brees was out. But uh, you're capable of making these decisions, man. You, you should be the Cowboys head coach. Let's be honest. I would love that. You should have been there. You, you were our coordinator for how long? And it would have been great if you stayed in Dallas. But, you know, life happens. So, moving on over. To Matt Rule's Carolina Panthers or Christian McCaffrey's Carolina Panthers, whoever can stay healthier, Matt Rule or Christian McCaffrey, because that's what it's going to come down to, man. Christian McCaffrey, you you healthy is one of the most unbelievable things we've seen in my generation, and we've seen it since Stanford. It's a miracle what you can do with the ball in your hand, no matter how you're getting that ball in your hand. And you're just a fantasy freak, man. It's almost worth taking number one pick over you, or for you, rather, I should say, um, over anybody else. But... Uh, you guys got Sam Darnold coming in. I love your backup in P.J. Walker, but back to Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold, I think, is a great fit for you. Great fit. You get your boy Robbie Anderson back, the deep threat machine. Love that guy, and he's got balls. Sam Darnold's going to go down to Carolina. Kind of, He kind of lost all the expectation he had in New York because it's kind of hard to play any type of sport in New York. A.J. Esposito knows that. Shout out to A.J., big Jets guy. But... Sam Darnold, man, I, I really hope you live up to this hype, man. I think it's a good fit for you, and just take it and run with it, man. I really do. Um, DJ Moore gets nowhere near as, enough credit as he should. This guy basically taught everything Stephon Diggs knows. Stephon Diggs comes from a great high school and good counsel, and I'm not taking that away from him. But Stephon Diggs and DJ Moore, both Maryland guys who did very similar things in Maryland, man. It's amazing what the, these dudes could go to Maryland and make Maryland something in the Big Ten where they haven't been something. And it's, it's pretty cool that they did it for a long time, between the two of them straight. Uh, picking up Terrence Marshall Jr., man. I think he's one of the more underrated receivers out of this draft out of LSU. He was backside. Uh, the guy from the Cincinnati Bengals, Jamar Chase, obviously. Wow, I just blanked bad. But backside of him on the national championship team, I think, and Justin Jefferson, obviously. This dude learned a lot in college, and he can be something in the NFL. Uh, he slipped to the end of the round or end of the first round, I believe it was, and I think it's a good, a good fit, man. Uh, he's gonna learn a lot from Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold never had weapons like DJ Moore and Terrence Marshall, and I'll stand by that until the day I die. By the way, Chubba Hubbard, huge pickup for this team. They needed a backup running back, and he's a perfect fit, dude. There's not too long ago, this dude was in the front of the finals for the Heisman. Chubba Hubbard was in the finals for the Heisman two years ago, and everybody just seems to forget about that guy. He literally ran for so many yards at Ohio, or Oklahoma State. Like, this dude's a freak. When he wants to be a freak, he's going to be a freak. Um, offensive line-wise, I feel like they did get better. Uh, Cam Irving is all right. Dan, Dan Arnold. Wow, Dan Arnold is not on the Cardinals. I'm sorry for looking at that now. I, I messed that up. But Dan Arnold's a stud, man. I love that fit, too, man. Wow. Uh, hopefully it turns into something more than Chris Herndon should have been. Uh, I think that's kind of what they're looking for. Uh, Brian Burns getting paid. Absolute stud. Derek Brown out of Auburn. Love that guy. 
Um, Shaq Thompson's a stud. Denzel Perriman, when healthy, is a stud. Hassan Reddick, local guy. South Jersey, I believe. He went to Temple. Freak. Uh, Jeremy Chin and J.C. Horn. You want to talk about a cocky guy coming out who I would love to have on my team? It's J.C. Horn because he could back it up, man. He, he literally took South Carolina, and he was one of the only really good standouts on a bad defense in South Carolina. Um, but I really hope he can turn it into some NFL success, man. This this Carolina team doesn't have a lot of huge names on it, but given that, I honestly think that they can make it make a splash, man. If with a down Saints team, they can make a splash in this division, and I I love to see it. I haven't heard that since Cam left and Cam was healthy and Cam was productive. Uh, yeah, all those. That's exactly how I feel about the Carolina Panthers. But uh, my player to watch is. Christian McCaffrey, dude. You're, I'm, I mean, obviously, you want to watch Christian McCaffrey. Obviously. And I'm just going to take the easy way out here. I'm sorry I'm doing that. But you just stay healthy, and you're just going to be an absolute freak. Uh, I forgot to do player of the watches for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and New Orleans Saints. I'm going to go with uh, Callaway for the Saints, the receiver. He's a stud. Marquise Callaway, he's going to be a beast, man. I, pick him up late in fantasy. You will not be disappointed because um, he's going to end up being that receiver, too. And Basically, was receiver one because Michael Thomas is out for a little bit of time. So definitely take that in consideration. Um, also, uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I'm going to go with Antonio Brown. Uh, my cousin's huge on Antonio Brown. He's, he's convinced me, man. Antonio Brown is going to be one of Tom Brady's favorite targets. If you remember about their little stint in New Orleans or, or New England, rather, he scored a touchdown in one game he played for. Tom Brady loves this guy. Tom Brady went to bout. He went to battle for this guy, and uh, he's on the team now. And take full advantage of getting Antonio Brown on your fantasy team, because he's a freak, man. And he's gonna he's gonna do Antonio Brown things, and he just has a quarterback named Tom Brady. So it's pretty smart to do that. Uh, moving on over to the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, they still have Matt Ryan. I love Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan got no credit for anything that he's accomplished over the last few years, and I think it's absolute horse bucky. They were also in the Super Bowl not too long ago. That whole defense from those years is basically gone now, so if they can figure out this defense, man, they'll be decent. If they can't, this Falcons team is going to be in a lot of shootouts, man. They're going to be in a lot of shootouts. Um, so Mike Davis, picking him up from Carolina, I thought that was a pretty good sign, especially with the loss of uh, their other running backs like throughout the past couple of years, including Gurley. Uh, Calvin Ridley, man, he's the receiver number one. He proved it every single time that Julio Jones has been out. Julio, Julio, shout out to Jake, Julio, Julio, Julio. Like he's clearing his throat, that's how he says it. Uh, Calvin Ridley was an absolute freak. Whenever Julio Jones was out, he carried it. He carried the number one position very well. And I, I can't wait to actually see that again. Uh, he's another one. He's up there. He's actually up there with all those other good route runners. Uh, Mari Cooper, Keenan Allen, Devontae Adams. Show me one more year, you're right in the mix with those dudes, Calvin Ridley. You're an absolute freak. Uh, Russell Gage also, another guy, totally under underappreciated, man. He can do it all, too. Uh, he was a great slot guy, and he just kind of, he's going to get a lot more targets this year. Take advantage of that. Uh, tight end room. They got a pretty busy tight end room in Hayden Hurst and Kyle Pitts now. Might I add, Kyle Pitts, you know that guy? The most ridiculous prospect to ever come out of college football. Ridiculous. This dude's unreal. He has all the measurables. Ask my cousin. He knows them all. I got you. Um, offensive line-wise, I feel like they did get better. They got a guy out of Wesley 
Matt Gonnell, who is in a starting position. I love that. D3 guys going all the way. My boy Jimmy, shout out to James. He's still kicking ass over in Germany. He's playing for the Dusseldorf Panther, and he's going to break every touchdown record out there. Okiki, you're listening to this. I love you, brother, man. You keep eating. Kick some ass. Now is his college teammate in Matt Gonnell. Going to be a stud. Left guard. Watch out for him. He's got to stay healthy. Jake Matthews. Another part of that legendary Matthews family, I believe. Keelan McGarry, Chris Lindstrom, and Matt Hennessy in the middle, who's been around for a little while, I believe. Uh, defensively, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I know every single dude on this list, but my player to watch is on this list, and that is Dante Fowler Jr. He's a freak, man. He came over from L.A., I believe the Rams, and he's very good, man. He's awesome. Uh, he's going to be good off the edge. They got a lot of young guys in the secondary. I hope they can turn it into anything. I, I don't know too much about these guys besides AJ, or AJ Terrell, who got beat up in Ohio State game. But you know, I mean, you don't. You're, you're not a really good corner until you take a few a few bad games, man, and you bounce back. You bounce back from that, and I love seeing that. Even up front, they're not really two big names, but Deion Jones and Nate Fowler, they're going to carry this team. Also, uh, I have to mention Young Ho Koo. Uh, he's just very consistent, fantasy kicker. So shout out to you, Young Ho. You're the yeah, I want to know, man. I got a, a fantasy football draft at my house. Not this Friday, but next Friday. I need snacks. I need recipes. Help me out. I want something good to share with the boys while we're drafting. You know, I'm, I'm excited about that. It's a, a, a super flex. I've never done that. It's Superflex Dynasty. I've never done that before. Never done a dynasty before. This is my first time doing a dynasty league. I'm excited. But seriously, please reach out to me. Let me know what kind of snacks I should have. We'll probably be sitting by the pool if it's decent weather. I'm excited for that. Um, but definitely, please, recipes, everything. Let me know. I'll send you videos of me trying to make some stuff. I, I, I'm a pretty decent cook, but you know, I would love to just keep it going. All right? So moving on over to the AFC South. Let's see what's going on here. AFC South, one name that's going to be really important to this division is Carson Wentz. Let's start off with the Colts. Carson Wentz, dude, get healthy, buddy. You made a glass. You made a glass. I hate to say it, but I love you. I love you that you're not in an eagle uniform no more, so I can actually like come out and say, like, I'm a closet Closet, Carson Wentz fan. I've, I've loved the guy since North Dakota State. And he's showed that he could be an MVP caliber quarterback. He has time and time again, especially when he's healthy. He was great that 13 games, and then he got hurt. And Nick Foles had to pick up his slack. But let's keep going. Running back room is packed for the Indianapolis Colts. Jonathan Taylor, Marlon Mack, Naeem Hines, these guys are all, they share a lot. Fantasy-wise, I'm not crazy about any of them because they're going to share the load be pretty smart to unload one of those guys, get a draft pick for one of those dudes because they're they're tough, man. All three of those guys can contribute on NFL roster tomorrow, whether it's the one they're on or one they should be on. It doesn't really matter either way. Receiver room, T.Y. Wilton, you are T.Y. Hilton. You are old, buddy. You're old, and you fall on the one-yard line whenever I need you to score a touchdown for a prop bet so you can kiss my butt. But I think you're capable of doing big things. T.C.'s young guys how to play. I really hope Paris Campbell can do something, dude. I was so excited when you got drafted. Out of Ohio State, deep ball threat. You're a good fit. Good fit for this offense. Just the version of Paris Campbell you've become is not a good one. We want you as like Ohio State, Paris Campbell, be a badass dude. Michael Pittman Jr., you're massive. Uh, you, they should probably take advantage of that. 
you're basically a tight end, and that's cool because you're a beast too when you want to be. When you want to be, just you're really athletic at doing it. Zach Pascal, I'm really, really intrigued by him. He can do a lot of different things in the football field. He can run all sorts of different routes. He's a great guy in the slot. Love Zach Pascal. Big fan. Uh, Jack Doyle, Mo Ali Cox. I really hope Mo Ali Cox starts taking the, the the brunt of the reps. I really do. That guy is just so athletic and touchdown machine. But Jack Doyle, man, you've shown that you could do it before, and I feel like Carson Wentz. He's you're the t- his type of guy, like that Ertz kind of Ertzy guy. Um, you can block as well, man. Jack Doyle, you're, you're a role player now, I, and I'm cool with that. Now you want to talk about one of the best offensive lines in football? It's all headed by Jersey guy, short conference guy. Quentin Nelson out of Notre Dame, you're a freak. You turn this entire offensive line around. If you're healthy, this Colts team is going to be better than people think. Very good. Shout out to Sam Ellinger, by the way, for already getting first team reps over Jacob Eason. Hate to say, Sharif called it. Sharif, you called it, buddy. Best to you, best to you man. I hope you lose in fantasy this year just because I'm in your league. But other than that, man, I, I, you, you and I both said that Sam Ellinger would have been a great backup for the Cowboys, but we don't invest in backups. We're the Cowboys. Um, keeping it going. To their defense, Quiddy Pay, out of Michigan. I think a lot of people are down on him. I think he's pretty damn good. He he does what he does well. If you put him out of his comfort zone, it's it's not gonna end the best. But he's got DeForest Buckner inside of him. You know how easy it is to not mess up when you have DeForest Buckner inside of you. You have Grover Grover Stewart, Tyquan Lewis, Darius Leonard is one of the best linebackers in football. I love that guy. And he's young, man. He's going to get paid. He's going to get paid a lot. And it's going to be either next year or the year after. Whether it's the Colts are not paying him, I'll be surprised because the Colts really don't invest money in their guys. They really don't because they kind of learned their lesson when Andrew Luck decided to go get hurt skiing and do some nonsense stuff. You heard it here first. Andrew Luck's a loser head. And I'll say it again. Guy could still be playing on NFL rosters, and it's just really annoying because he could have been really, really good. Uh, Kenny Moore's a beast, the corner. He's a stud. TJ Carey, there's a lot of hope coming out for him this year. Uh, Rocky Sin, another Temple guy. Xavier Rhodes, he's coming back. That's cool. Julian Blackman and Kari Willis. I really miss when they had Bob Williams, man. No, not, no, no, Bob, Bob Sanders. Bob Williams, wow, that was really dumb. Bob Sanders, I miss that guy. He's a stud. He would come down and lay the wood, and he was like five foot nine. It was so much fun to watch. Love it. And shout-out to the ugliest kicker in sports. Sam Ficken is not on this team. It's Rodrigo Blankenship, the most handsome guy with the glasses. You could barely see anything on his face. But he's a stud. Love Rodrigo. Keep it going, brother, man. Uh, moving on to the young and hopeful Jacksonville Jaguars. So I saw a tweet today, and it said the day that they cut Tim Tebow is the day the Taliban comes in. Hysterical. Funny stuff, but Tim Tebow, seriously, you're just a great guy, man. I, I'm, the NFL misses you, or else you wouldn't have had the opportunity. And I get your old coach trying to help you out, Urban Meyer. I hope you can turn this team around. Trevor Lawrence was like the, the no-doubt pick. I don't think it's the right pick. I think Justin Fields is better. I've said it before. I'll say it again. But Trevor Lawrence, man, you just got to let it fly, man. Make all the mistakes you can. Take all the bit of advice that you got from Peyton Manning about just being a gunslinger, man, you're, you're the best quarterback prospect since Peyton came out, or Andrew Luck, I should say, but the best quarterback since those dudes coming out of college, and you're technically more, actually way more advanced than those guys. What Your win percentage in college is absurd. Trevor Lawrence, you, you could be the man, but Gardner Minshew, I don't think he's pooped at all because number two is not an option. He came out with that quote. That's the best quote I've ever heard in my life. It's hysterical. Uh, moving on to their running backs. 
James Robinson, you came out and you shocked the NFL last year. I can't wait for people to, to, to miss on you in fantasy this year by, like, not taking you because I want you on my team real bad. Carlos Hyde, I, I get that you're in front of Travis Etienne. Do I think it's the right move? No, not at all. Um, this receiver room is very interesting. Definitely Philip Dorsett, he was once something. DJ Chark, another one made of glass, but if he stays healthy, he's going to be good. Marvin Jones moving over from Detroit. I think he's the old head in the room, and I, I think it's a good pickup, man. I, I've never been high on Marvin Jones, but James Okiki, the receiver stud from Germany, man, my man, he's actually from Philly, but he told me Marvin Jones the truth, and I kind of I, I took a fat out. I really did, because Marvin Jones did a lot that I, I didn't think he was capable of doing. My favorite receiver in this room is my man LaVisca. Keep hating on LaVisca. My cousin's not big on him. I love him. I think he's fantastic. He already has a relationship with Trevor Lawrence, and it's a good thing to see because these dudes can grow together in the NFL. We love seeing that. This is a very similar situation as Arizona where Urban Meyer picked Trevor Lawrence to grow together in the NFL. His first year coach in the NFL. Actually, I'm not really sure if he's been in the NFL before, but he definitely earned it. He definitely earned it with all his years at Florida and Ohio State. Urban Meyer's a freak. He's more than capable of coaching in the NFL. Let's see how he does it. Cam Robinson, huge, massive dude. Andrew Norwell. Brandon Leonard, offensive line doesn't sound too bad. Not too bad at all. But I'm, the real like kind of interest I have here is, is where does ETN fit in? Is he more of a receiver on this team? Is he like that, that do-it-all kind of guy, that, that Naeem Hines for the Colts, the guy that can catch balls out of the backfield? Or is he like an every-down back like he was at Clemson? Because he's more than capable of doing either role. And I'm really intrigued to see which one they decide to go with. Uh, defensively, they got my man Kalevon. They got Miles Jack. Kalevon Kazon is so good. Sack guru or something on Instagram. I've been following him since the Cowboys were supposed to draft him. But CD fell to us. I can't be too mad. But uh, Kalevon Kazon is very good off the edge, and he's going to only get better. Uh, Miles Jack, dude, I can't believe that you were a badass running back and you're still as good as a, a linebacker as you are in college. I uh, played against Josh Allen as a freshman, had no idea about it until he literally got drafted. And I said, oh, wow, that dude's from New Jersey. And he kicked the shit out of us in a freshman scrimmage. But he's great. He's fantastic. I uh, saw that he was most likely from the team to go to the Hall of Fame. Uh, I think it was like something I saw on Instagram. It's pretty interesting. But I think it's a very, very young defense, man. They throw Sidney Jones in there. They also just picked up Shaquille Griffin. Um, and then everybody else on this team is just young, man, and they're, they're willing to come in here and make a difference. Chappelle Russell out of Lakewood. Love to hear Lakewood, New Jersey, Ocean County, right next door to the old Brick Township. This, this defense is young, man, super young. And I, I forget if I did a player to watch for the Colts. I don't think I did. So player to watch, I'm going to go with Jonathan Taylor, man. If this dude could run the ball consistently and he can give Carson Wentz, a healthy Carson Wentz, a run game, a consistent run game, this team, the Colts, they're going to be really good. Really good. Uh, so definitely follow JT. And I, honestly, put the other dudes in on third down. Take yourself a deep breath, man. I know you did it all at Wisconsin, and you're an absolute freak. Jersey guy as well. South Jersey, Jonathan Taylor. I'll say it again. I'll say it a million times over. I love my Jersey boys. But he's my player to watch there. Uh, so, moving on to the Jaguars, my player to watch is definitely James Robinson. Prove everybody wrong again, dude. Be consistent. Make that next step. Be an elite running back in this league. So sick that you were undrafted free agent. That is the coolest thing ever. You literally shocked the world your rookie year. Keep it going to your sophomore year. Don't, don't go slumping on me. I'll be pissed. 
Moving on over to Derek Henry, King Henry's Tennessee Titans. Uh, Mike Vrabel, I love you. You're the man. You're one of my favorite coaches in the NFL. Actually, you are my favorite coach, I think, because I used to love McCarthy, but I don't think he really did it for me anymore. You know, after one year seeing it, but, I mean, he didn't have that. We'll see. Who knows? But, Vrabel, you're the man. You keep being you, dude. I love that you're in these dudes' ears in practice. You're teaching these dudes hands-on. I love that these dudes are getting millions of dollars. Millions of dollars to play a child's game, and you're the one hitting them with pads. It's hysterical, dude. It's, everybody loves to see it. You're quality content. Ryan Tannehill, you can keep going under the radar, and people will eventually give you credit. I'm thinking this year is the year. You have two damn good receivers to help out, too. I mean, don't get me wrong, you did lose your tight end, but you have Josh Swain, who was a, he was a cowboy, but you have a Jersey boy behind him who's going to eventually take the number one spot in Anthony Fersker. I believe he's from Manalapan. Could be wrong, but he's definitely a Monmouth County guy uh, from that area. Uh, moving on over to uh, how do I forget Derrick Henry. I mean, this dude's just going to run for 2,000 yards basically every year until he's 75 years old because you're not built like him on a normal basis. So definitely just be Derrick Henry and just tote the, tote the rock, dude. Tote the rock. You, you literally grew up with that Marshawn Lynch mindset of playing football in, like, the street, like, the asphalt. I love that. It's hysterical. And you, you fit the mold. You really do fit the mold. I love it. I love seeing it. Logan Woodside was AAF guy, the backup of Ryan Tannehill. Um, now moving on to receivers. They have A.J. Brown and a guy named Julio Jones. I'm not too sure if you guys know Julio Jones, but he's been around a minute, and he's pretty damn big, and he's massive, and he's really good at what he does. But – He's got an elite receiver on the backside of him. So both of these dudes can just stay healthy. They're going to be a problem. And it's going to be really easy for Ryan Tannehill to just throw the ball up with his eyes closed and one of them will make a play. One of them will make a play without a doubt. Um, so, Joff Swain, I, I don't really know where have you been for like all these years, but I really do think Anthony Ferster can take this next spot. Uh, Taylor Lewan, you're the anchor for this offensive line. Uh, and the offensive line, obviously, is pretty damn good if your running back's going for basically 2,000 yards in a season, and it's unbelievable that, that that's going to happen probably again. Um, defensively, this team, linebacker position, Jalen Brown's an absolute freak. Harold Landry, Rashawn Evans is a beast. Bud Dupree was a hell of a signing. Getting him out of Pittsburgh was huge. Denoris Jenkins, Amani Hooker, Kevin Byard, and Christian Fulton out of LSU. I was pissed when you guys got him because he's a stud. Caleb Farley, there's a chance that you can come in here and be better than Janoris Jenkins, the Jackrabbit. I'll say it. I'll say it right now because, I mean, you're more than capable of doing good guy stuff. I didn't realize how deep this secondary was, and that makes sense for you guys to let up that other dude to the Giants who's pretty damn good too. But, you know, I forget his name, but you guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, defensive line-wise, they don't really have any big names, but they got a lot of good linebackers, a lot of good linebackers. And my player to watch here is definitely going to be Josh Reynolds. He's he's a third receiver on his team, and the other two dudes are more than capable of getting double coverage. So keep an eye out for Josh Reynolds late in a draft. It's definitely worth a shot because there's no way in hell he's getting double covered. And either way, you have A.J. Brown and Julio Jones on both sides of him. That's going to be pretty damn good. Pretty damn good situation for you, brother. So take advantage of that, Josh Reynolds. Heard it here first. Guy's going to be good. I'm saying it now. Give me all the shit in the world for it. I'll take it. But moving on over. Last but not least, the Houston Texans. And maybe least, 
but not really. I got a guy, I got an insider named Matt Schleifer. He's actually working for the Houston Texans. Pretty awesome job. Shout out to you, bro. So sick that you're actually like interacting with all these dudes. It's awesome. I, I know, I know, I know, I know. If Deshaun Watson gets the opportunity, he's going to be pissed off. He's going to be on a rampage. He hates the NFL right now. I don't blame him. But if he gets the opportunity, I definitely would not miss up on him. Um, Receiver-wise, Braden Cooks is one of the most under-the-radar receivers of all times, I feel like. Nico Collins, young guy, rookie. He's going to make a difference. Uh, Anthony Miller was a stud on Chicago not too long ago. And Chris Conley from Jacksonville. Kiki Kuti was good on this team two years ago. That receiver room is not... As bad as it sounds. It's really not. Laramie Tunsil, offensive lineman, stud. Max Sharping, I've heard of that guy. He's got to be pretty decent. And I don't really know anybody else in the offensive line, but who knows? Who knows? There's there's definitely people on this line that are pretty damn good. Um, <clears throat> Jordan Akins, I think he came on last year a little bit, and he's actually pretty damn good too. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, Jeff Driscoll. This quarterback room, other than, I mean, that the, they have a guy that's missing that could be a top five quarterback in the NFL tomorrow, but that's that's out of my control. I'm not going to talk about any of that at all. Um, what we are going to talk about is a young guy. I think Davis Mills is going to be good. I don't know why, but his Stanford tape is pretty damn good. You heard it here first. If you have a dynasty league, it's kind of worth signing him after the draft because no one really knows this guy, and he's not. He's got a pretty short road, man. Jeff Driscoll, he he never he hasn't shined since college. Jeff Driscoll. And Tyrod Taylor, man, I, I love you. You're made of glass, and everywhere you go, it seems like people don't want you to play quarterback past week six. And I, it's a shame. I'm, I'm just saying how I really feel, to be honest. And it, it sucks. It does suck. Because I, there was once a time in Buffalo where I thought you were the guy. You were you were the guy. I'm not even saying you I thought. You were. Um, one of the most hysterical running back rooms, because every guy that I'm going to name was something. They literally were something. Starting off with this guy, Rex Burkhead, who took Nebraska by storm. He was just one of those do-it-all backs in Nebraska. Watch his highlight tape if you're doubting me. Because he was a beast at Nebraska. And he's just a stud, man. David Johnson was a number one running back in fantasy not too long ago. They have Heisman winner, Mark Ingram, in this running back room. And Philip Lindsay, the hometown kid from Colorado that played for the Broncos and took fantasy by storm as a rookie. This running back room is not bad. I was talking to Matt today earlier, and it's just a bunch of dudes. He was saying on one to two year proved deals, and that's that's what you want. You want a bunch of hungry guys in the locker room, and these guys are all hungry, so hungry. Awesome stuff here. Awesome stuff. I'm I'm rooting for the Texans. As crazy as it sounds, I am. Marcellus Whitney, you're a beast. Or Whitney Marcellus, merciless, merciless, merciless. Absolute dog, man. Malik Collins could be great. Jordan Jenkins. Oh my God. They could, Christian Kirksey, Terrence Eric Murray, oh my god, this defense isn't as bad as I thought it was either. The joke has been the Houston Texans. They're, they're the joke in the offseason. But their division isn't that great. And you can catch the Titans on a night where they can't run, and they're going to have to beat you through the air. And who knows if old school Tannehill comes back? Who knows if Miami Tannehill decides to show back up in Tennessee? Jacksonville's youngest could be too. You can split games with Jacksonville. I'm telling you, take the over on this Houston team. Take the over on their wins. It's got to be five and a half, 17-game season. They're NFL players, guys. There's guys on these rosters that can be great. You, you know what I'm saying? This is ridiculous to me. That, that, that they're, Zach Cunningham's a stud. I love watching that dude. I, I'm sitting here getting excited, man. I, I really am. And 
my, my player to watch is, is definitely Nico Collins, man. He's just a young receiver, man. He, you have nothing to lose drafting this dude late in, in the league. Nothing to lose. So take Nico Collins' stock, run with it, go with it, and, and don't root against the Texans because I've never heard of a Texan fan. As always, thank you guys for listening. This is Fear the Belly Podcast. And I'm Drew. Once again, reach out. Any criticism, any, any way you can help me at all become better at this, I would love that. Uh, thanks. Thanks as always. Love you guys. Have a good one. Enjoy.